2: We are so thrilled to say that this episode of Kitchen Club is sponsored by Wild, a refillable natural deodorant which is eco-friendly and made from all natural ingredients. Both Serena and I have been using Wild deodorant for a while and having tried many other brands in our time, we can honestly say that this is our absolute favourite and it actually works, which is such a plus.
1: Oh my goodness, we really have tried them all. And not only is it wonderful for our armpits with natural ingredients and delicious scents like mint fresh, rose blush, coconut dreams, and orange zest, but it's also wonderful for the planet. With a fully sustainable design, the applicator is made from aluminum and recycled plastic details. So it lasts for years, not months. And the deodorant refills are 100% biodegradable, recyclable, and plastic free.
2: The refills are also extremely convenient, as when you're in need of more, Wild simply posts them through your letterbox. You can join for a subscription or simply buy as you need. So go Wild today and get yourself this natural refillable deodorant that genuinely works. You can order by going to wearewild.com and you'll get 20% off your first order when you use code KITCHEN at checkout. That's wearewild.com and code KITCHEN at checkout for 20% off. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to a brand new season of Kitchen Club with me, Sarah Malcolm, and my wonderful friend and co-host, Serena Louth.
1: We are so, so happy to be back in your ears. We've really missed you all over the last few months, and we are totally over the moon to be cooking, creating, and learning from our incredible guests once again. Sarah, what have you
2: been up to since season three? Ah, so since season three, it actually feels like ages ago, doesn't it? And we were very delayed with this season because we have been both so busy. I launched an online member space, online yoga space called At Home With Sarah. So that has been keeping me very busy and it's been so lovely to do. Um, So that has been like a big chunk of my time, Serena, you know, and you've started your, your groups, your coaching. Can you just give me a little update and the listeners a little update?
1: Absolutely. So I have been running some group coaching programs and tomorrow I have something very, very exciting launching, which I'm not going to spoil it by telling you now, but it is for people who are stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, and lacking in confidence, which sadly I know is so, so many women at the moment. And to be honest, that combination of that and a bit of yoga at home with Sarah, it's exactly what we need as we're coming out of
2: lockdown to keep us balanced and calm. 100%, 100%. I think this transitional time is well, I'm already finding it quite testing. So I know I'm a, I'm a human being, if you didn't know. So I'm sure that my feelings and emotions are mirrored. So yeah, I think everyone will really benefit from, from this podcast and everything else we're doing, Serena. I hope so. Well, after a little bit of a check-in, let's get on with this exciting new season. And for anyone new around here, Kitchen Club is the weekly podcast that brings you conversations from the kitchen table. Each week, we have a brilliant new guest, a new area of expertise to get stuck into, and a new recipe which is created using our guest's three favorite ingredients.
1: We've got an incredible lineup of inspiring guests for this season, so we hope you'll love this as much as us. Today's
2: guest is Vianney Lee, a menstrual cycle alignment coach, energy healer, and founder of Status Flow Collective. She empowers and activates you to discover the power of your menstrual cycle. Standing fearlessly in her activated womb power, she aims to challenge and disrupt the status quo of menstruation and feminine energy. Yes, please.
1: We're speaking to Vianney about the power of your periods how what you eat impacts your menstrual cycle and why it is so, so, so important that we
2: start destigmatizing rest. Mm, This is such an important and fascinating conversation to be having and I really, really wish that these conversations were going on when I was early 20s and, you know, really struggling with my period cycle. So I really hope that you all enjoy this. We can't wait for you to listen, so let's dive in with the brilliant Vianney Lee on Kitchen Club.
1: Hello Vianney, welcome to Kitchen Club, our first guest of season four.
0: Hello, thanks for having me ladies. We're so happy to have you here. Absolutely, I'm so excited. Anything to do with food, I'm like, get me involved. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and your ingredients were delicious. Amazingly, today, Sarah has done the recipe, not me. So over to Sarah for recipe and ingredients.
2: Yes. What a day this is, listeners, that um, I've done the recipe for the first time in what, three seasons? So, Vianney, do you want to tell us your three favorite ingredients, if you can remember what they were? And then I'll go into, our, into the recipe for you. Okay.
0: Avocado yes this is always like correct yes <laughs> sriracha mayo and I want to say I said brown rice oh you didn't oh no what was it again it was mushroom <laughs> oh mushrooms <laughs> yes
2: yes but would brown rice be your next would would that be your fourth can I have a fourth you can today because okay. I'll tell you why in a moment absolutely there we go let's work that in because I've included brown rice in the recipe (gasps) so that is it but before before I go into the recipe do any of those ingredients kind of hold anything for you like is there a reason that you love them all or do you just like them
0: (laughs) it's interesting because growing up I I used to watch my mom my mum and dad just eat avocados like on a regular and I used to be like (laughs) oh like Gross, like I just didn't understand why anyone would want to eat it. It was the texture for me. And then, you know, as I started to get older, the avocados were always in the house. My mum would start experimenting with them a little bit. And I just became a little bit obsessed with avocado. Before the avocado trend actually came out, this is a thing. I'm like, yes, everyone's playing the game. (laughs) Avo trailblazer absolutely so yeah I just feel like that's a really great addition to every meal um, it works really great in every single phase of your cycle as well um when it comes to mushrooms oh, like where do I start mm. give me every mushroom under the sun and I will make it just so delicious <laughs> so at the moment I'm really enjoying shiitake um, mushrooms I like making like mushroom ramens and just regular old mushrooms on toast grilling mushrooms um always ask for extra mushroom on pizza <laughs> yes yes um and then the sriracha mayo oh my goodness so my husband always laughs at me because I feel like I I put sriracha the, sriracha the chili sauce on pretty much everything like it's a real problem um and then when I discovered the sriracha mayo because it didn't have any eggs in it and it's a vegan mayo I was like oh this means I can just really lap it up now and you know it would just again just go on every dish yes I just love spicy foods I'm Caribbean so anything that's got a spice a kick I love the color orange as well <laughs> I like my food to look really colorful so yeah those are my and brown rice I mean come on I feel like just, brown rice just calms crummy. me down as well Mm. during certain phases of your cycle during your luteal phase that pms type phase if you eat brown rice it really has this like calming effect on you so you look shocked and surprised Sarah. no
2: that is so interesting and I can't wait to dive more into <laughs> this with you in in a moment um but I was going I would say like yeah brown rice actually does calm me down I've never thought about that before exactly. like you want something that's just gonna like <laughs> Calm. <laughs> I always make these movements and I realise that this is a podcast I want and you can't <laughs> actually see what I'm doing with my hands. Wild um, hand gestures. <laughs> Sarah, what did you cook? So, Vianney, for you, we have created a mushroom, avocado and sweet potato maki roll with, with sriracha mayo. So the brown rice is in there. We used um, brown sushi rice and... I have to say it's all just delicious and um testament to the happy Mackey who are a food food stall that kind of do the festival rounds and Serena and I have been enjoying them for years. So we're definitely inspired by that. But when I saw your ingredients, I was like, I just have to make this, I have to put oh. this all together. So yeah, roasted sweet potato, cucumber, spring onion, I put sushi ginger in there, brown rice avocado, mushrooms with some soy sauce, just like nice and brown and textured, just the best. So thanks for those ingredients. Send me that recipe. I am making that tomorrow. Coming your way, coming your way.
1: (laughs) I've literally just had lunch and I'm so hungry
2: already. (laughs) Oh, delicious. And it was super easy to make. It was the first time I've ever made sushi in any form by myself my friends are actually were really good at it and luckily I had the mat thing but I mean I was pretty worried when I was rolling it but it was it worked out so well so yeah smashed it baby it looked beautiful thanks darling thanks delicious thank you yeah and that for me pleasure pleasure I wish we could just feed it to you through the screen oh, really want
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into food more to do with menstrual cycle and everything which I know is going to be a lot a lot of what we want to quiz you on today um, could you just start by telling the listeners please how and why you developed a passion for menstrual cycle awareness how status flow collective came about and a little bit
0: about what got you to where you are today Absolutely. So um, I never, ever, 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 ever thought in a million lifetimes <laughs> that this would be the work that I would be doing. And I suppose it's really interesting because that kind of always happens. You feel like you're going in one direction and then the universe is like, no, you are going over here because you've got a message to share. And it's it kind of came about because I used to suffer really badly of my own menstrual cycles. I used to have really terrible, painful periods, um, chronic mood swings, severe um, PMS, which later on was diagnosed with a con- as a condition called PMDD. Mm-hmm. And that actually that acronym is premenstrual dysphoric disorder so it's a hormone-based mood disorder which I had no idea that I was experiencing I just thought every single month when I was having you know really disruptive cycles that it was just who I was (laughs) and it was just what I just had to kind of live with and lump with and kind of get on with and not talk about and it was funny because every single month when I was having these you know, the lead up to your period starting. And, I, you know, before I started doing this work, I never used to track my cycle. I never used to be aware of when it would start. It would just be like, oh, just a surprise. Like, oh, that's why I was feeling that way. Oh, that makes sense now. And then kind of just muddle through it and just carry on, which I'm sure a lot of people who are listening, you're probably having that same experience now. The power of tracking your cycle. I'll get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I used to really suffer from severe depression and anxiety of my cycle. I would have huge arguments with my um, husband who was my fiance at the time. And, oh my goodness, I I was, I would feel like the rug would be pulled underneath my feet every single month. And I was always on a momentum because I was working as an entrepreneur in the makeup and the beauty industry um, you know it had been for like 13 years and every time I felt like I was kind of like making a bit of a headway kind of a bit of a breakthrough I would feel like I took a hundred steps back because of what would happen with the lead up to my period so when I was diagnosed with PMDD it was like a, a complete relief that there was actually something for it mm-hmm. and I wasn't just making this stuff off in my head um, but the real shocker was when um, I had that appointment with the menstrual um um, disorder specialist she said to me that my options for kind of working through PMDD was to just manage my symptoms which I definitely wasn't managing them like (laughs) I did not know how to manage them this is Mm. why I was in specialist care um or go on antidepressants so SSRIs and she was very quick to offer those to me like no questions asked Mm. um and then she was. She even mentioned to me that some women were having hysterectomies to remove their uteruses so they wouldn't have a menstrual cycle, and the conversation was just so black. Like it was just there was no kind of empathy or compassion or real education around the implications of what I was experiencing or what consequences for taking any of those options. So immediately, because I've done a bit of research before going and I've been you know tracking my cycle for a few months now. Um, I knew that I didn't want to go down any of those routes, not because of any reason, just, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel aligned to who I was and what I was about. And I said to myself, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take a holistic route. And the reason why, and you know, subconsciously, I didn't even realise this, but you know, subconsciously I must've recognised how I'd seen my mum. So my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was about 11 years old. And she had a huge transformation in her life she she's still with us today she's 67 and I witnessed her completely change her life the way that she ate the way that she spoke to herself the way that she cared for herself the way she took full autonomy and authority over her body um so like she had a complete 360 transformation Mm, wow and I think you know being 11 years old you're not really paying attention to that you're just worried and scared that your mum might not be with you but going forward I think that really shaped how I took control and of my health condition and really decided to take you know put my health back in my hands so yeah what a role model I said no to all of that and went on a journey a lot of trial and error I did a lot of subconscious mind work, hypnotherapy, um, which I trained in and, um, you know, offer that to my clients now, a lot of energy healing work. And, you know, five months after being diagnosed with PMDD, I no longer had any more symptoms. My, My PMDD symptoms completely disappeared. I still had PMS symptoms I had to battle with, but the PMDD element disappeared. And I was like, everyone needs to know about this. People need to know how powerful they can be when they work of their menstrual cycle
1: so having collective having had the option to have a hysterectomy five months before and then five months later have no symptoms like
0: wow exactly
2: it's mad
0: yeah absolutely bonkers
2: and it's so um I mean I had goosebumps the whole time you were saying that Vianney because I'm sure I mean actually firstly I'd never even heard of PMDD and I have PCOS and um you know, having Serena and I are both aware of our cycle and just the fact that I hadn't heard of PMDD is quite like, whoa. Um, and also I just know that so many women will have a similar story to this yeah. um, who have been told like, Oh, just go on the contraceptive pill or yeah, just take antidepressants. Like, wow. Why are we not being told things that are actually going to help us? Mm. And instead we're just like, you know, they're not looking for the root cause. They're just stopping pills at
0: the problem yeah throwing pills at the problem definitely and not giving us a chance to get to the root cause you know and it is most of these physical problems are a psychological problem something is going on in your subconscious something's going on within your energetic field um and that may sound woo I hate that word boo by the way <laughs> yeah well, it doesn't sound like that to us do it. Oh, and you know that is what's happening and if you give yourself the opportunity and the chance to sit with yourself and spend time with yourself and get to know your body and trust your body because your body is working for you then you're going to blow yourself away with what you can discover yes
2: absolutely so let's talk be about um the importance of honoring your cycle. I mean, you've kind of dived into that, but what the positive impact it has on the body when you do tune into your cycle and how we can kind of start with that if, if, for example, someone isn't in tune with their cycle.
0: Oh my God, how much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so some of the positives of aligning with your menstrual cycle and really discovering the power of what it is, is first of all, your menstrual cycle is your fifth vital sign. So when you're going to get your, you know, your checks at the doctors or, and they're checking your blood pressure and your body temperature and your heart rate and your respiratory rate, they should be asking you what's your menstrual cycle like, you know, what type of cycle are you experiencing? Are you having irregular cycles? What's your period blood like? Like they should be asking you these questions and it's, I don't remember the last time that someone actually asked me what my cycle's like when I went to the doctor's. No, or if they're they're only bringing it up if you mention that you have a menstrual cycle problem, right? It's not a first, it's not a go-to. It's a vital sign. It's, it's a key indicator of your health. So, what your menstrual cycle experience looks like is really showing you how healthy you are. What your physical and your mental and your emotional and your spiritual well-being can look like for you. Um, so, some benefits. So, our menstrual cycle aligns with the nature, the seasons that we have on Earth so again this may sound woo but we are nature our bodies female biology is designed to replicate nature so we have these internal seasons which you can use as like a barometer or a roadmap for more harmony and balance and success in your life and you know starting with the season of winter that's your menstrual phase if we honor the season of winter by working with your menstrual cycle, that means we give ourselves time to rest. That means we give ourselves time to surrender to the whole intense ritual of of menstruation, which it is. Your body is shedding a a muscle that is built up over a month, right? That's hard work. We need to respect our bodies. We need to give ourselves time to rest. And what you'll find is if you give yourself time to rest during this winter, you're going to have a much more let's just use the word successful or harmonious or positive experience as you go into the following seasons, because every single phase of your cycle affects the phase after it and the phase before it's a cycle. It's a, it's a, it's a journey that's never ending. And that may sound scary or, uh, you know, like never ending, but I like to see it as is an opportunity for you to continue to grow to find out more about yourself and to really get more in touch with your intuition because your menstrual cycle is, I like to say, it's my my spiritual practice. It's how I find ways to connect deeper with myself and with source. Another season of your cycle is your, let's just talk about um, your spring. So this is when your period finishes and during your inner spring, this is a time where you're able to give yourself an opportunity to be more playful and curious about the life that you're living. You can ask yourself really important questions like how do I see myself as Defining success in this cycle of my life right now. What do I want to build? What do I want to create? What is what's on my heart? What ideas do I have? And you'll find during this phase, and more more than likely, if you're listening to this now, when you finish your period, you do have this kind of get up and go energy after you finish your period. Not directly afterwards, but you know, maybe a week after you finish bleeding, Mm. that is a really great time for you to start something new, experience something new in your life, be more curious. As you go into your inner summer, this is a time where a, uh, scientifically, this is the ovulation event, and it's the shortest phase of our cycle. Most people it's want or you know desire for this cycle, this phase to be a bit longer. Um, but this is the time where you can really put yourself out in the world. You can really create, you can really be seen, you can be more magnetic. Your conversational skills and public speaking skills are so much sharper and on point. You can ask what you want. You can do everything during this phase. Doesn't mean you have to, but you have that capacity to do so. Um, And then (laughs) we go into autumn, which is the phase which has a bit of a bad reputation because of things like PCOS, PNDD, severe PMS um you know fibroids and those kind of menstrual disorders that people have um as you're leading up to your period but what's actually what your cycle is actually calling out for you to do during this phase is for you to slow down and we've been conditioned to not want to slow down we feel like slowing down is a weakness slowing down is actually a strength is actually holding extra barrier um, boundaries for yourself when you allow yourself to slow down. So it's like prioritize yourself during this phase and know that you don't have to be on all of the time. No. And what you'll find is you'll have a much more pleasant experience in that lead up to your period without you trying to hold on to the the, the coattails of your inner summer. Um, And use this time to really connect with yourself again, get more introspective. And you can use this kind of internal seasons roadmap every single cycle. And that's what I love about it so much because it gives you an opportunity to rinse and repeat, but to get better at it and better at it and therefore becoming better and better at life. So there are some positives. Oh, big positives. About the menstrual cycle. Yeah. It's
2: so, um, it's so important. I think that we, that we do understand our cycle so much more. And we've had, um, an episode on our our period cycle with Kay Alley, and she refers to the winter as your Hulk phase. I think it's quite nice, but also like it should be this Hulk that is kind of residing. And I do this a lot, but my thought, my mind goes to weird, um, what's the word? Weird images. But I kind of imagined our winter as, um, say if a, if a bear was going into hibernation and it didn't hibernate properly, it didn't, you know, get its store levels back up and rest and rejuvenate, then it wouldn't be able to go on throughout the, the rest of the year, come out and hunt and do all the stuff that it needs to do. Yeah. If it didn't have
0: that time, to rest yeah just a perfect metaphor right it's a perfect metaphor it's like the bear will be pissed off and angry and <laughs> yeah. then everyone else that comes into its you know filled is is gonna get the fill the wrath of that bear because yeah. it's allowing itself to rest
1: so Viani, I have just been reading and I'm guessing that you've read it too red school yes. um what's it called Wild power.
0: power.
1: Wild power. Wild power. Um, And I've absolutely loved it. And so I'm like really fascinated in the idea of the seasons. And I've recently started playing around with it myself for the first time. But whilst we're just talking about winter, something that we wanted to talk to you about was this strong belief that being busy equals being successful. And, you know, so many people deriving their sense of self-worth from their productivity and from their achievements so we just wanted to ask you why it's so important that we start to destigmatize rest and how you propose we go about doing that
0: oh i i love this topic so much and it, i think because i was a victim to believing that the busier i was the more successful i would be and that's what actually happened the year of me discovering that i had pmdd i was working so much I was consulting for a brand traveling I had two um uh, people that were working for me that I was training up when I was still in the makeup industry I was planning my wedding which was a destination wedding and I had a, U- a UK wedding and I didn't know how to stop I felt like I had to fill every single pocket of the day with things to do and if I was sitting down or not doing anything I felt like that time was wasted. (laughs) Hearing myself say that now, I'm like, oh my goodness, how things have changed. Because if you're under that impression that that's what you need to do or how you need to live your life, then your, your energies are out of balance. Because that energy is very much leaning towards the masculine energy and What we want to do is find a nice, delicate balance of masculine and feminine energy. And I'm not talking about gender. I'm talking about we can call masculine doing energy and we can call feminine being energy. We do so much. I actually find myself now retracting when I say, what do you do? If I'm speaking to someone, I'm like, oh, I'm now like, oh, God, how would you like to be? (laughs) Because it's all about doing, and it, it's, it's conditioned us in a way that fits that patriarchal society of that 24-hour clock, and that, and that really goes against our biology. Our biology, if we've got female biology, is actually meant to be aligned with that 28-day hormonal cycle that we have. And the 24-hour-a-day cycle, which tells us that we need to fit everything under the sun into one day, is actually designed for someone with male biology because men have hormones too. And their hormonal cycle is just 24 hours, just like the, the day, right? And we have somehow been programmed and conditioned into believing that we need to do more to be more successful and that really dampens our, our inner light it really takes away a sense of self-worth and what we're trying to do with this menstrual cycle alignment awareness work is and when I say we are this is why I called status flow collective a collective because I cannot do this work by myself I need you, wonderful ladies and everybody else who's you know, I'm now aware of this work to spread the message so that we can reclaim our self worth mm-hmm. because our busyness does not align or indicate our worthiness. So, what we can start doing is giving yourself, and what they say in the Red School, um, Alexandra Pope and Shani Hugo Woolitzer, the writers of um, Wild Power and also the, the founders of Red School, I'm actually, they're my mentors. They say, if you cannot give yourself an entire day during your menstrual phase, the bleeding phase of your cycle, give yourself 1%. What does that 1% look like to you? Is it laying down for 20 minutes? Is it refusing to come home and cook? Is it giving yourself the morning off? What what is that 1%? Because everybody's life is completely different. Um, So resting during your menstrual phase I think there's a huge there's a huge shift that's happening in the corporate workplace as well where menstrual leave is now being spoken about and employers employees are now starting to talk to their employers that they're working a little bit differently Mm -hmm. I personally I'm fortunate because I have my own business but during my bleeding phase I put an out of office on and I don't work during that phase I take time off And people are like, oh, my goodness, I've never thought I could do such a thing. And it's liberating. And that's the whole point. You want to liberate yourself. And you can do that by reclaiming rest and recognising that rest is as much as a goal as making whatever, how much money that you want to make or going on X amount of holidays or whatever you see as success. Mm -hmm.
1: Love Mm. that. And yeah, we're, Sarah and I are super blessed as well because we're self-employed. We are able to take it a little bit slower at times that we need to or want to. Um, but it's really exciting that it's something that's starting to be recognized in the corporate world
2: a little bit more.
1: I'm sure there's a long way to go.
2: (laughs) Mm. And also, Vianna, as you said, you know, we're very lucky that we're self-employed and we can take time off we can, um, if we, you know, if we need to, and we have that control, but saying the 1% thing, I think will really resonate because so many people are busy, you know, they might have children to look after. They might be in full-time work and they can't physically just stop everything, but to give the power over to anyone that is yeah, experiencing a menstrual, menstrual cycle, then to say, you know, what can you do? in this time, take that 1%. That is that's big advice. And I think, yeah, really, really great advice. Mm-hmm. So let's now speak about eating for your cycle, because this is this is probably a massive topic. So completely appreciate there will be um a shorter version. But please may you shed light on this, Vianney, because this is this is new new for me, new territory. Yeah. Uh
0: um so yeah it is a huge topic um and i'll you know touch on each phase of the cycle um and how you can eat to support your hormones um but that's the whole that's the essence of what we're doing here when we start eating eating in alignment with our cycle we're doing that because we want to support our hormonal function because our hormones affect everything and if we can optimize our hormones then we're going to be able to think more clearly have more energy you know interact with others more efficiently and just overall just live your best life so during each phase of your cycle there's something that's happening biochemically that's actually changing your brain function and your menstrual cycle um affects five different of your biological system um, systems so it affects your brain like i just said your brain changes 25 percent up during the course of your menstrual cycle so you are not wow. the same person every single week and that's a good thing like we can let go now of trying to be the same person every single week and be like i'm a new me now as you go into each phase um so it affects your brain function it's, it affects your stress response it affects your gut microbiome Um, where all of your serotonin, well, 90% 90 of your serotonin is pumped out. That's your happiness hormone. Sorry, neurochemical. It affects your immune system and it affects your metabolism. So all of those things I've just spoken about there, food plays a huge part Mm -hmm. (laughs) in that kind of journey. So when we, let's just talk about whilst you're bleeding. So during the time that you're bleeding, and I promise you, if you're having a really difficult time with your bleeding phase, I tell you one day you are going to love that phase because it really can be amazing. So your body is actually preparing itself now to, well, it's actually shedding the uterine lining. And what you really want to do during this phase is like, get really comfortable and cozy with comfort food. This is a really great way for me to explain it. I do a lot of, um, alliterations, <laughs> get cozy with Big your comfort fun. food. Um, <laughs> So, what we're thinking about here is a lot of soups and stews um, because you need foods that, foods that are going to be really nourishing and foods that are really going to sustain you. So, you know, in terms of meal prep, you want to prep with like stews and soups. So, and you want warming foods as well because. The menstrual cycle actually looks um, works quite closely with traditional Chinese medicine, and during your menstrual phase when you're bleeding, you want warm food foods because you don't want to cool down your womb, so to speak. Mm.
1: Um,
0: so you know that's why I was I said I I like making that mushroom ramen at the beginning. That's one of my like most favourite menstrual cycle sorry menstrual phase foods. And then what you want to do is make sure that you're eating foods that are rich in iron because your body needs to remineralize that iron that's lost from bleeding. So, yeah, you want to kind of like take that as a first step. I think focusing on how you're prepping your foods, even if you don't know what to eat, make a soup, make a stew, you're good to go. Mm. Um, And then when you go into your follicular phase, so this is the time when your body is like, it's the the hormone estrogen is slowly increasing in concentration and that hormone is like a feel good hormone. So you really want to, eat to energize during this phase. So you want to like really fresh, vibrant foods, um, think lots of different colors as well. So, you know, um, citrus fruits, we want, um, salads and things that are light during your, um, in a spring, when you think about spring you're thinking about detoxing right and getting rid of the old and welcoming the new so it's a really great time for you to not to necessarily detox you can if you want to but to fill up on really light foods because your body has actually been quite heavy during that Mm-hmm. um bleeding phase. So foods that you want to eat as well are like fermented foods. So if you're familiar with sauerkraut or kimchi and that's going to be really really um effective for your gut microbiome as well as going to create create more happiness right so we can go into our ovulation phase shining and glowing and being more confident. Um, and then when you go into your ovulation phase so this is the phase where you So all of your hormones are at play here. So estrogen, um, testosterone, yes. Females have testosterone as well, but in small quantities. Um, And what you want to do during this phase here is cut back on certain carbs, right? First of all, you have so much more energy during this phase. Like I said, you can do all of the things, not necessarily you need to do all of the things. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I say cut back on the carbs, you want to swap for like lighter carbs. So like quinoa instead of brown rice for example right Mm. um you want to go for like things that are like um like legumes like red lentils they're like a lighter lentil right so um in terms of like seafood during this time, you can eat a lot of a lot of salmon because it's going to be really, really helpful for you to kind of eliminate any excess estrogen, which we don't want going into our inner autumn because excess estrogen going into the inner autumn is going to create PMS symptoms. Right. A lot of buildup of excess estrogen causes those mood swings, that bloating, those headaches, all of that stuff. So and what food What food did you say is high in estrogen? Not high in estrogen, but oh. your body to be- better metabolize and eliminate excess estrogen, so salmon during that time. Right. Um, you know, eating a lot of um, seeds and nuts during that time as well is going to be really, really helpful. And then, yeah, so going into your inner autumn, during this time, your body's producing a hormone called progesterone, which is, I like to describe it as like the chill pill hormone. It kind of gives you that sedative, relaxing type experience. And this is where we can kind of go against our biology, because when you feel that, you automatically, without having the awareness of what your body's doing biochemically, you can feel like you're being lazy. No, your body's preparing itself for the next phase of its cycle. It's, it's actually telling you that it, you, you need to slow down a little bit. So you want to start focusing on reducing and flushing out any excess estrogen. So this is the time where crucifus. Crucif-
2: Cruciferous. Oh,
0: cruciferous. <laughs> cruciferous. <laughs> one of those things. I've been it's talking. a hard one. You heard me. Um, vegetables come into play. So broccoli, cauliflower, parsnips, turnips, you know, you want to eat those types of vegetables because they're going to help you flush out all that excess estrogen. Because if you keep eating the way, if you eat the same way every single day, your body's going to be storing and creating excess estrogen. And you really don't want to do that because like I said, it's going to create more PMS symptoms. So you really want to work on how you can detoxify your body during this phase. And it doesn't mean that you have to just eat broccoli and cauliflower and all the, although we can do amazing things with broccoli and cauliflower, like who is a fan of cauliflower wings? Yes. <laughs> the best. I'm making those like oh my god. I'm finding new recipes <laughs> all the time. But what you want to do is choose foods that are rich in B vitamins um and calcium and magnesium. So the B vitamins are going to help you um reduce any bloating and magnesium is going to actually calm you down. Right? So um you can find magnesium in spinach and obviously during this time when you're slowing down it calls for maybe a magnesium salt bath right putting some of those salts in your bath to calm your body down another great thing about this phase um if we're talking about meal prep as well is to focus on foods that are roasted and baked so like loads of baked veggies so you know but sweet potato, um, squash. How many things can you do with sweet potato and squash? Like mm. trillion different recipes. Um, pumpkin, parsnip, those types of things. Um, because the aim is just to flush out that extra excess oestrogen. So there's so many, so many ways that you can create these delicious ingredients, I mean recipes during each phase of your cycle. And you know, in my signature programme, I have like 40 recipes for. My clients to enjoy during each phase of their cycle and some of them didn't even think that they could feel so good just by changing the way that they eat and it just goes back to that understanding that food actually is our medicine like if we're going to change anything we're going to change the way that we eat and we're going to see the results of that far quicker than if we were to try and do something else yeah yeah
1: it's so fascinating. I feel like I want to ask a million questions about food now, but I'm aware that we are on a time limit. So, before we get to your healthy habit, can you just tell us briefly about the energy work and the hypnotherapy that you do? I'm particularly interested because I'm actually training as a hypnotherapist myself. excited for you! I'm nearly done. I'm nearly there. So, yeah, I
0: was really, really excited when I saw that you do that too. Amazing. And like I said at the beginning, a lot of the work that I did at the beginning of discovering that I had PMDD was to do with the subconscious mind. And I'm a firm believer in the mind-body connection. Now I actually say the body-mind connection because I'm always like body first. Hmm. Body has to come first. We have to establish a a real um, connection and knowing that we are safe within our bodies. And for me personally, after training as a clinical hypnotherapist, experiencing hypnotherapy and how that completely changed the trajectory of my life and understanding that my thoughts are super powerful and I can actually catch my thoughts and reprogram my thoughts has um, just changed everything for me. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with neurolinguistic programming as well, but I trained as a, a first of all uh, just a practitioner. Then I went, did my masters, and now I'm a trainer of NLP, hypnotherapy, and life and success coaching, and all of these things. And this work, these modalities, when you have a clear understanding that your subconscious mind is in the driver's seat of your life, because we have two minds, right? We have our conscious mind, and we have our, subcon- our we have our conscious mind, and our subconscious mind. Between the ages of zero and seven we don't have a conscious mind. We don't have a thinking mind. We're just like a walking sponge. Everything that we hear, everything that we see, everything that we understand, we make meaning of, and that becomes our programming until we, and after we go into our adult life so it's all about deconditioning and shedding those layers and those stories that we've been told or told ourselves so that you can real you can really get back into the driver's seat of your life and understand that you are not your thoughts you're just the thinker of your thoughts right? And when you can catch your thoughts, I find, I see a lot of people that come and work with me and I say to them, you know, what do you want? What do you desire? And they'll automatically say, I don't want to feel, oh, sorry. I don't want to feel, I don't want to, or I don't want this to happen or I just won't da, 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 da. right? And what I'm noticing there is that there's using language that is away motivated right they're trying to run away from the pain we're not focused enough on what we actually want and what we desire when we can switch that programming around in our minds and focus on what it is that we actually want that's where our attention and our energy goes so the subconscious mind work is huge and my clients have had and myself included this is why I do the work that I do because I was my first client is has has been so powerful I've had people that have had extremely painful, heavy periods now having, you know, enjoyable, pain-free, peaceful periods, people who have, you know, believed that they had to smoke their entire lives to deal with any cope, like to cope with their lives, who have now quit smoking through hypnotherapy. Just, you know, confidence and being able to see themselves as the version of themselves that they know that they are deep down in their core, but they've been scared to kind mm. of show. Wow, Vianney, you do so much, so firstly just thank you for your work
2: because it's such important work Mm um yeah really is and I guess something that for listeners to tune in with your cycle that in itself is something that people can take away from this and be like right that is what I'm going to bring into
0: my day tracking it seeing where I'm at so yeah just doing that alone just Mm -hmm. paying attention to your menstrual cycle alone is going to take you so far yeah so it's one thing that you take away today anyone that's listening is just pay attention to your menstrual cycle Mm. and I mean we're all on the moody moody app so
2: if if listeners if you don't know about moody then then that's a great app to track your cycle and you'll see our faces on there too (laughs) amazing oh Vianney thank thank you you so much thanks for having me it's been
1: such a joy
0: chatting to you Vianney where can our listeners find you so you can find me on instagram at statusflow.co um also you can listen to my podcast periods and power moves podcast where all the podcast Oh. Um, and <laughs> I've also got a YouTube channel as well. And if you're interested in, you know, discovering more about the power of your menstrual cycle, have a free masterclass that you can watch. And um, that link is in my Instagram bio as well. It's called The Power of Your Menstrual Cycle and Five Ways to Replace Pain with Peace, Creativity, and Aligned Productivity. So mm. you can check all of that out as well. So needed.
1: Thank you so, so much, Vianni, for joining us today. What a fascinating conversation. I have recently been reading the book Wild Power that we mentioned in the episode, and it's super fascinating. I think, as we said, Sarah, like having the luxury of being self-employed and being able to take it a bit more gently at certain times in your cycle is really, really amazing. And it's quite interesting to, to track and see how your energy levels and stuff do change throughout the month.
2: I think it's really wonderful to see your period not just as the time, not just the time that you're bleeding and like focusing on that, but actually focusing on the full, the full cycle and how can you serve yourself best. So yeah, thank you so much, Vianney for for joining us. Such a needed episode. If you would like the recipe for today's episode, the sushi, the maki, veggie maki roll, then you can find it on our Instagram page at kitchen club podcast which we'll leave in the show notes below this episode if you'd like to know more about vianney and about status flow collective then we'll also pop her details in the show notes
1: i'm actually gonna go and make your delicious sushi roll for lunch because i haven't tried it yet and it looks sublime so i'm off to the kitchen
2: yes go and enjoy my love go and enjoy
1: thanks for listening everybody love you bye bye